Welcome to the thrivingat60.com podcast, the number one motivational show on the planet. No more sour days for you. It's time to make lemons and a lemonade every day. This is a podcast where we help you thrive, not just survive. We help you accept who you are, not where you are, by discovering and inquiring into how to turn lemons into lemonade. Are you ready for the roller coaster ride of a lifetime? Tired of feeling let down? Tired of the lemons life keeps handing you? We can help you make every day a lemonade day. It's time to put those lemons in a blender. Let's go on an amazing and exciting, unpredictable journey of discovery. We know champions sit in the front seat, so make sure your seatbelt is fast and tight. One, two, three, let's go. When you have an attitude of gratitude, people just want to hang with you. Introducing the woman who believes ordinary stands for extraordinary, the host of Thriving at 60, Wendy B. This is Wendy B, and I am a solution coach. And I started this podcast because I believe ordinary people become extraordinary people. What makes you extraordinary is sometimes the adversity you have lived through and who you've become regardless of those circumstances. I believe that you have the ability to thrive, not just survive. So you will get coached on solutions, how to discover limiting beliefs that keep you stuck. They create barriers for you in the areas that you're dealing with and the areas that are important to you. These beliefs create you getting stuck in your life. With my wisdom and experience, I will help you deal with difficult situations you will deal with throughout your life. You will walk away with clarity, freedom, and power. You will have some practical tools to successfully deal with the areas you are now struggling with, regardless of how difficult the situation is. I have over 30 years of practical experience of coaching, leading, as well as attending transformational workshops. Also, I have started and successfully sold over six businesses. Each business I had no previous experience in. Practicing transformational conversations that make a difference has helped me succeed in areas where I had no training. With this experience, my intention is to cause you to be curious, excited, thought-provoked, to cause you to alter your thinking. Alter your thinking in a way that would not have altered otherwise. And living from that altered view, create a new future for yourself. A new future that was not going to happen if you didn't alter or question your old views. This could cause unpredictable results. It can make a permanent difference in your life and in the lives of others around you. Are you currently taking effective actions that will move you forward to fulfill your dreams? Are you excited about your life? This podcast will inspire you to start taking new actions today on your purpose, your dreams. Maybe some of you don't know your purpose or your dreams, or maybe you are resigned that you could never make them happen. Regardless of age or circumstances, You will be motivated and inspired to take one step at a time and turn lemons into lemonade. It's never too late for you to start. You can always create solutions. Would you like clarity, freedom, and power regardless of what life throws at you? It's easy to live life when life is working, but true power, true freedom is having clarity, freedom, and power when our circumstances are ugh. This podcast is about when you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? What would it take for you to get unstuck and then thrive? What does it take for you to thrive? Emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, financially. Well, I believe that being in that inquiry opens up something that's available that if we're not in the inquiry, isn't available. And I believe that we're either expanding or retracting. And as you heard on the last podcast, my father passed away. He and I had at times a very challenging relationship. I had forgiven him. 
but you don't forget sexual abuse and beatings and and it shapes you regardless of how much work you've done it still shapes you i today want to talk about grief fortunately for me my last conversation with my dad was a loving conversation i believe that the biggest gift we can give our parents is letting them know we are living a fulfilled joyful life i was able to do that in my last conversation knew he was going for tests five days later he he got the results of the test and was told he had spinal cancer and he was suffering a lot painfully and chose not to speak to us children by phone didn't even really want us there he he went out angry just like when he came into the world regardless I would like to talk about grief and it's been a week and I find it really hard to concentrate and that's part of grief and I find I'm angry angry like re there's four of us siblings and different things have been said by email and I'm triggered again by things from my dad so I think that's all part of grief which is fine and I want to share some stuff here and there's five stages of grief and you're not always gonna go through them in an order the different stages are denial and isolation anger bargaining depression acceptance and we don't necessarily go through the stages in the same order or experience and we don't always experience all of them like i'm not experiencing bargaining or denial i'm experiencing anger i don't think i'm experiencing depression but I'm definitely experiencing anger, not being able to concentrate. They say the stages of grief and mourning are universal and are experienced by people from all walks of life across many cultures. Mourning occurs in response to an individual's own terminal illness, the loss of a close relationship or the death of a value being a, a human or an animal. There are five stages of grief. First proposed by Elizabeth Kubler-Ross in her 1969 book on death and dying. Bereavement, we spend different lengths of time working through each step and express each stage with different levels of intensity. And they don't occur in any specific order. We often move between stages before achieving a more peaceful acceptance. I'm at peace around my dad's death I'm just surprised that it's triggering all the stuff that I thought I was complete on and I was told that that was normal too. The death of a loved one might inspire you to evaluate your own feelings of mortality. That definitely has come up, you know, I'm in my 60s. Throughout each stage, a common thread of hope emerges. As long as there is life, there is hope. Even though we might not experience the stages that breathe in a particular order, the key to understanding the stages is not to feel like you must go through every one of them in an order. It's more helpful to look at them as guides in the grieving process. And everyone grieves differently. Some wear their emotions on sleeves and be outwardly emotional. Others will experience their grief more internally. And they might not even cry. Denial and isolation, like I said, I don't, I'm not there. Anger, as the masking of effects of denial and isolation begin to wear reality and its pain, we are not ready. I don't know, I the intense emotion is deflected from our vulnerability core. It says rationally we know the person is not to be blamed emotionally however we may resent the person for causing us pain or for leaving us. I, I'm not angry about that. I'm angry that or I personally did not. I, I felt I'm angry because I feel that as a child I should have been protected and and I'm angry that the I thought I had 
been complete and I don't want to have to relive some of the stuff and I will. So I will uh, share that the way I need to. Bargaining, I'm glad he's dead. What I'm noticing is people are being freed up. And my whole concern was that my stepmom gets taken care of, and she definitely is. I'm not depressed. I don't know if I'm in acceptance or not. I, I just, maybe I just need to be with the anger and then accept that I am angry. And I'm thrilled that he's not here to suffer anymore. Um, you know, I forgave him years ago. Uh, I'm surprised at all the feelings that are coming up. There's moments where I'm totally peaceful. I'm walking on the ocean. For myself, I'm doing a lot of talking, communicating uh, with friends, communicating with my siblings, going for lots of walks on the ocean. I've been having a hard time doing the podcasting and I'm in the middle of writing a book. I have a hard time concentrating on that. So I'm just allowing that, hanging out with my granddaughter. I, I'm trying to look at keeping it simple like I'm taking actions every day I'm getting up in the morning early I'm doing my phone calls I need to do unpacking some stuff cooking and all that stuff but I'm not doing anything where I have to super super concentrate and that's okay for today so the lesson I'm learning is that you can't rush grief and you need to be gentle and loving with yourself, gentle and loving with others around you and make requests. Like I've asked people to be with me. Um, some of them have declined like and others haven't, so that's okay. Letting people know I'm fine and I just need to be around people that love me and appreciate me. Letting people know I'm emotional and there's nothing they need to do to fix me or anything. They just need to listen and I need to listen to my body too. In closing, we're exploring how you can get unstuck and thrive regardless of your age or regardless of circumstances and I think I'm doing well in my grief because I'm communicating they say you're only as sick as your secrets I'm not willing to keep any secrets anymore uh, here's an opportunity to really get complete one more time I think when when I approached my dad in my 30s I was complete and now it's just getting complete again. Am I willing to be forgiving? Yes. Uh, I keep seeing, you know, how young my dad was and how unwell he was. So can you distinguish in your grieving? Can you look and see what is one new action you could take to pamper yourself as you're going through the grief? Write that down and ask yourself, what are you committed to in this situation while you're grieving so that you're not stuck with anything? Well, what did you like best about this podcast? What's a new action you could take regarding grieving that could give you some peace? Write it down. Share it with somebody. When you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? With an attitude of gratitude, you can make lemonade. I'd love to hear from you. Would you like a complimentary 15-minute coaching session? I want to call you and hear about one area you're stuck in. What conversations are you having that are limiting you? I will give you an amazing tip if you take that coaching it will move you forward. And what I'm learning here too is grief is different for everybody and it's grieving is grieving. Whatever it is, it's fine. I will call people who let me know they left a five-star rating for this podcast and provide their username on iTunes, Google Plus, Stitcher. Just that fast. Just hit the button, subscribe to my podcast. I'm rated number five. Thanks for listening. Keep thriving and let's get you unstuck. Thank you for listening to thrivingat60.com with Wendy B. What did you like best about the podcast? Email wendyb at thrivingat60.com.
Keep up on the latest by subscribing to the podcast. Also, drop by the website and rate the show. Turn lemons into lemonade at thrivingat60.com. 